Hello Internet. Believe it or not, this Voodoo Doll Records third podcast. Please listen and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Voodoo Doll Records third podcast. My name's Layden. And I'm Cameron. And welcome. Yeah, th- thank you guys for listening. And regrettably, we, we don't have anybody in the break room this week. We're still getting a feel for it. Flaky musicians. Yeah. Flaky musicians and and just uh, we love you all, but you guys yeah. are flakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the things I uh, that we kind of did to compensate for a lack of people in the break room was I tweeted celebrities and some. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, I tweeted a couple celebrities and I I asked them what was your first vinyl record. Cameron and I, we both love KTLA in the morning. The morning news, yeah, we love yeah. the family. Yeah. <laughs> so I I started tweeting the KTLA crew. At first, it, it just was kind of like, hey, you know what, Chris Burroughs is into the whole small <clears throat> business local thing, you know. Sure. I'm going to tweet him. And then at 2 o'clock in the morning, I was up making myself a sandwich, and I hear my phone go off. And... I ran into the bedroom hoping it didn't wake up my wife. And sure enough, Chris Burroughs tweeted me back at 2 o'clock in the morning. And his first record was Main Street Electric Parade. Electrical Parade. The Disneyland. Yeah, yeah I, I had to Google <laughs> Disneyland. it. Disneyland. Yeah. I had a wow. feeling, but I had to Google it to... to... Yeah, you know, it's funny because whenever I listen to super like rave electronica music, I always think about that. Yeah. That's what I, it, my, I, I, I don't like it, but yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, and and I think I've been there for like the show and everything, but mm-hmm. but I I had to Google it to be sure. Like, is, is he talking about the? But yeah, he he said uh, his response was Main Street Electrical Parade. Wow, and I, I I didn't know that that existed. I expected it to be some kind of techno or you you know, and I was like, well, no, <laughs> it's Disneyland, but yeah. it's electronic music from disneyland yeah yeah Yeah. ahead of its time my gosh (laughs) uh the next response i got back was from frank buckley once again over at ktla he wrote at records voodoo stevie wonder songs in the key of life that's why he's double lp that's why he's a good person because that album is one of the most greatest albums of all time probably top 10 for me yeah, yeah, it's a great album. I I don't know that I've ever listened to any <clears throat> Stevie Wonder to be honest. Mm, that album is worth a listen. I I I mean, if it comes on the radio, yeah, but I, I it just wasn't wasn't apparent or mm. what what's the word? It wasn't prominent. Just during, wasn't around. Yeah, it just wasn't around. Okay, and then next, uh, Jennifer Gould tweeted back with, <laughs> she she. Really enjoyed this, I think, because she she tweeted back at records voodoo, lol, police, synchronicity, synchronicity, police synchron synchronicity, mm-hmm. journey escape, Def Leppard, and at Steve Martin to go. Let's get small and wild. Let's get small plus wild and crazy <laughs> guy albums. Yeah, and then she tweeted again. Then add ACDC, Motley Crue, 
Nat King Cole, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> she didn't understand the question. I I don't know. I maybe I wrote or what was your real, first record? Real or, big birthday party where those were all it, her first that, records. That very well could be it. She I I'm under the impression that she was very excited. <laughs> I think this was supposed to be one tweet, but because it was more than 160 characters, right. she got it done in two. Okay. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. I was an eclectic kid. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Uh, and up next, Wendy Birch. I like we we, I like I like we both like Wendy. She she's real funny. So, uh, she said Foreigner Four was her first record. Foreigner. My reply was, uh, that's one of my guilty pleasures. It's not something I listen to on a regular basis, but I I I could get down to some Foreigner every once in a while. Not in this office, you won't. <laughs> Uh, and then up next, I I tweeted my favorite author. Well, he, I I tweeted a bunch of people. These are the people that responded, right? You know, um, Scott Lynch, and the, this is total. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Remember, I was I came into the office and I was telling you about the book with the thieves and the bonds magi and the and the dungeons and dragons. And <laughs> I I didn't. I think I turned off my listening. <laughs> You, ability <laughs> you invited I me roll, over I, to play I, dungeons and dragons i rolled a one and didn't listen <laughs> but yeah uh a great author uh i've been reading his gentleman bastard uh gentleman bastard series and great series uh he wrote back at records voodoo read along books with records like this one and there was nothing there and then he Tweeted again. Sorry, tweeted prematurely. And there's a link there to a Star Wars read-along book. And uh, that's funny because I... <laughs> that could be one of our sound effects. That that, that scoffing of yours. <laughs> Your sigh of discomfort. Right. <laughs> but I, I had some of those read-along books with the, the little fairy sparkles for turn the page. Bling. I don't know anything about that. No? No. No. It, it was something just grandma and grandpa had laying around. And his book on tape, and there was like Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Star Wars. You know and what? All I do remember that. We had those in elementary school. Yeah. And I didn't, it, not Star Wars, but. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But it, 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 it had it, like a weird tone. It was like. Doo, yeah, like it, yeah. Anything and everything. And, and on the back page was a little 45, you know, and you stick it in the record player and it. Reads the book for you. Huh. So those are all the tweets? Those, those are all the responses I got. I hope you get more of those. Those are kind of cool. I, I do. You know, and, and I tweeted uh, people like Adam Carolla and, and Kevin Smith and people that I, I really admire and yeah. dig it if they replied, you know? Well, if you're listening, Frank Buckley, you won. <laughs> 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 you won. Okay, so this week we listened to the album... Uh, Primus in the Chocolate Factory and the Fungi Ensemble. I I, I don't I don't know. I could get out the record. That that's what it was. Yeah, it's so less Claypool to throw mold into the title. I loved it. Go ahead then. <laughs> well, I I really feel that it captured the the feelings that that I got watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as a child. 
you know, like, uh, the feeling was there, you know, like, it was like I was watching the the movie while I was sitting here in the office, tippity-tapping at the keyboard and just, you know, hanging out, you know, the tunnel part was just as eerie as the movie, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, the Oompa Loompa songs were great, and, uh, this is an album I can see myself buying. Maybe not listening to it all, all the time, you know, especially, like, having little, little ones running around. I don't want to traumatize them with, you know, because, like, all I know is that tunnel part. Like, I, I I don't know what I felt, but I didn't like what I felt during that tunnel part when I was growing up, you know. And, and I got that same feeling when, when that song came up on, on the thing. It, it was... It was weird, it was Les Claypool, but you know what? I could watch that movie with that soundtrack and be and be content. Hmm. I uh I felt differently about it. And it wasn't any like Tim Burton shit, so I uh <clears throat> I I I too the tunnel part when I was young, you were younger than me, but it it, it gave me uncomfortable feeling. It stressed me out. That whole scene where they even like I when they're on the boat and it's like all that stuff is flashing and like it's like one of those kids are gonna have a seizure, man. But <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Primus, man. I'm just not. They're they're ugly to me. Les Claypool says "dang" a lot, <laughs> and that kind of encapsulates it for me. He's that creepy uncle that you're afraid is gonna molest you. <laughs> <laughs> that's from out of state yeah I, I, I get it yeah. um he's i want to take like a, a a shower with a wire brush after i listen to primus i understand that he is a phenomenal musician and i understand that a lot of people really really like him <clears throat> I, per- I can't i can't get behind it i prefer it uh i prefer him to flee okay i i get the same feeling when i watch clockwork orange that I when I was in the primus, I just want to take a rape shower after. I, I yeah. don't like it. See, see with the it's, Clockwork Orange. Sorry, I I read the book first, and then <clears throat> and then I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and it was like two completely different. Things. I'm sure. I'm sure that's you know? like Jill, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. I read the book by Ronald Dahl. That dude did not like kids. Really? You read that book? He hates kids. Okay. And it's very apparent in the book. <laughs> um, and and the movie's not too far off from the book. But it doesn't capture that. But this album, it's just, it's unlistenable. It's ugly. I, I, I don't like it. I, it's, it's, it's like hillbillyish. Les Claypool's like hillbillyish and just, like I said, that creepy uncle that you're like afraid is gonna molest you. He's, I don't like it. See, hey, hey, you know, and and and, and, and you know what? The, I'm gonna say that the the concept for this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, on paper, I think it's fantastic. I think the problem is that it's less playful yeah. for me, yeah. and I understand that that's me, now, and that's not everybody. No, no. If it was Bob Dylan or Elvis Presley or I, I don't know the Pixies. If it was the uh, Pixies, it would be brilliant. <laughs> it would be life changing. This was a, you know what? Uh, going back to the album artwork and everything, Les uh, Primus nailed it for me. You I can only what, imagine bro, what probably the live show because I know that I almost positive there were live shows. Yeah, yeah, they probably were. I've a, seen pictures. Quite, quite and, a spectacle. Yeah, I've seen pictures and there were guys in the the big Oompa Loompa costumes, like as if they were like right. you know the Hamburglar or something, you know. But uh, you know, it Primus the album covers was was what 
Well, first, uh, that song, what, what was it? Jerry was a race car driver, I think. You know, first, it, that that I heard that, and I was like, wow, I, I, I got to hear more of this band. And then I started seeing the album covers. And you know what? Les, like, as much as I like it, you know, I can take and leave certain songs. You know, there, there is some stuff where it's like, I don't like the way I feel listening to this. Right. You know, but they there are there are songs <coughs> but primarily i was drawn by the album artwork that that like uh pork soda had the the clay pig face and right. uh well like tommy the cat yeah i was driven to that because tom waits played tommy the cat in a song yeah that's a great song it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's primus and it's not <laughs> And and I don't know why Tom agreed to do it, but he did. No, I get it. I get it. It's me. It's it's yeah, preference. It's yeah. just there's something. If, have you ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre two? Not the second one. No. You mean the remake or was there like? There was a... no. It was two. It was just two. And there was this yeah. dude who was Leather Leatherface's brother in it. Okay. And he kept like lighting a hanger on fire, and like like taking skin off his head and then okay. pulling off the hanger and eating it. In fact, in fact, and Jerry was a race car driver, that, that one guy goes, ha, 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 dog wheel hunt. That's him. Okay. Les Claypool has always reminded me of that dude. Oh, so th- this is a deeper-seated issue. It's huge. Hey, hey, had, had, I didn't even know there was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. It sounds kind of like, uh, what is it? Jason in space or no? Or, it's not. Uh, was it's not that at all. It's a. It's a. It's like yeah. whoa, whoa. Okay. Well, yeah. So if you if you had never made that correlation of of, I I'd still would feel the same. Okay. He just it just makes me feel gross. Yeah. Primus makes me feel gross. Now, now as much as I like Primus and everything, I I haven't listened to him and this is the first time I've listened to him in, in a long time. And there, there's a reason for that. I mean, every so often I'll go and I'll put on uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Because they covered it, and it's uh, I feel it's an incredible cover. And the video is awesome. It's all stop motion and stuff, you know. And as far as I know, Les Claypool uh, did all the, the clay animation and all the sculpting and everything. I appreciate what he does. You know? Okay. Well, we got the album for sale. Um, <laughs> now that I thoroughly put it down, um, we have it for sale. I, I, I think it's not an easy album to find. I know we only have we have one left, and uh, we have that album. Um, I didn't like it. Leighton did. Yeah. Yeah. I, and hell, I'm I might just scoop it up myself. Well, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Cash up front. Um, I'm going to make YouTube videos of you walking into the <laughs> office with it playing. Oh. It, it, next week, pick a better album for us, man. <laughs> Something that I like. Pick, yeah. Pick a good album. Go uh, hit up Twitter, v, hashtag VDR podcast, or go on to our forums on the website and go ahead and recommend a song to us. Cause, or an I mean, album, not a song. Yeah, an album. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Tommy, we Tommy's gonna says he's gonna be in on Wednesday. I know he's in the studio recording and stuff. So yeah, yeah. he is a busy guy. Yeah, and I I, I don't know Tommy. It's and just, when we tried to yeah. get him in here, it was him and Sid's uh, one year anniversary. So okay, yeah. 
I mean, I get it. I got, <laughs> I, I got a busy life too, you know. So. And then there's Love Fest. What's up with that? Uh, Love Fest. I I got some. Uh, I got some information on the One Love Fest, the One Love Music Experience Festival, October 9th to the twelfth, two thousand fifteen. It's in Lake. Casitas, Lake Casitas, yeah, Ohio, 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 yeah, okay, that's okay. kind of a little bit far. Yeah, well, the One Love Music Experience Festival, <laughs> the One Love Music Experience Festival is October ninth to the twelfth, October ninth to the twelfth, two thousand fifteen, in Lake Casitas, Ohio, California. Come help. Eradicate hate in all forms. Promote one love to heal. Plus speakers, DJ nights, and dancing. There's a camp, drum circles. There's stuff to eat. There's live music. Healing, food, drink, love, people, meditation, yoga speakers. Family friendly. It's family friendly. Big named acts, local acts, drum circle. Beautiful location, water park, spoken word poetry, tea lounge, love hub, healing the world, streaming to 1.2 million people. Spread the word. Go to onelovefest.com to buy tickets, perform, volunteer, or whatever you like. Ohio is perfect, perfect uh, place for it. It's an art. It's an artist community. Yeah. And, uh, is he coming in, this guy? He's coming in next week. I, I apologize. On, on the last podcast, I, I said he'd be in this week. Uh, there was a little confusion on my end. He'll, he'll be in next week for the next podcast. So I apologize for that and look forward to his interview about his one love fest. Okay. And then there's iTunes and Stitcher. Um, I worked very hard, very hard. I'll say that forcefully. I worked very hard on getting us on iTunes. And we're still waiting to just even to be in the right parameters to be on iTunes was like so much work because it's because it's Apple and I don't like Apple. <laughs> I I like an Apple to North Korea. Uh, cent- <laughs> they're centralist and and, 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 and you, you know what really bugs me? Is when when we shouldn't uh, apple bash though. We should. No, I'm. I'm. They'll come, I'm at, not, they'll, they'll come after. No, us. I'm not apple bashing. <laughs> what I, what I'm saying is, what really bugs me is like, you know, I run Ubuntu at home. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Ubuntu it is, is it's a Linux operating system, right. and I I love it. You know, but uh, I'll tell somebody about. You know, and and a part of the fun for Ubuntu for me is is sitting there and figuring out how to make something work. Like for six months, I was struggling with just getting Netflix to work on the computer, and I mean that that may sound like hell for somebody, you know. But I I had fun, you know, just just learning, like you know, getting going into the terminal and like, okay, I'm gonna enter this PPA and ah, uh, it didn't work. Okay, I'll try this, you know, and uh, finally I got it to work, you know, and I'll explain that to somebody what that runs Mac. Somebody that's deeply in love with Apple. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I've explained it to people that, that are Mac enthusiasts. 
Right. And they're like, oh, I don't have any of those problems with Mac. Well, they've never you, tried to put a podcast on iTunes. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and they, like, I have these people just go off for like 10, 15 yeah. minutes about how great Mac is. Because they're like, like the worker communist party. They, they, Apple is totalitarian and centralist. Yeah. Like North Korea. Yeah. I, I you know, and, and yeah, they say it just works, but it doesn't just work for me. Not yeah. for me. Yeah. It doesn't. But anyway, um, see, see what I like about Android and what I like about Linux is under the hood, open source. Exactly. They, there's a you, you know, uh, with open source, it, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, it's people just kind of doing it. They might get a donation for it. They might not, you know. But there's a lot of people using it, and they're doing what they can to make the best product possible, and give it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and uh. I could get under the hood and I I could mess with stuff. I mean, sure. I I I use GIMP for my image editing and and people go off on how great Photoshop is, but I mean, GIMP I I have just as many options, right. you know. Okay. So we're going to be on iTunes with Stitcher uh, if they don't hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to find out in 5 working days if we're going to be on either one, but I made it I made it so we can be on one. That we I, we're up for consideration. The other thing is, and Leighton hasn't watched it, but I did, was Straight Outta Compton, which is very, a music movie. And uh, I watched it, and I'm going to just talk about it for a minute. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I, 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 I had my Straight Outta Compton NWA cassette back in the day. I was probably 18. I mean, I was alive during that time. I, those kids got bussed into my schools here in the Valley. It's very real. I, You know... I'm going to tell a little story. <laughs> I almost wanted to do Beastie Boys right there. <laughs> It'll sound well rehearsed. No, um, I uh, I remember I used to hang out with Main Street Hoover Crips in junior high. I had no idea what that was about. None. I just, I, I didn't know what that, I didn't know what a Crip was. But, I, but I, they would tell me, Main Street Hoover Crips, and they'd make these signs with their hands, and they'd spray paint it in the bathroom and marker it up. I just thought it was like a thing. Like, you know, I didn't. I, and then one day, I, I I got pretty close with these guys. And, and if I'd have known what they were about, I probably wouldn't have got close with them. But there was this, I was in seventh grade, and there was this ninth grader who was picking on me in art class. And he was talking all kinds of smack to me. And then finally I said something about his mom. And then the bell rang, and I walked out of class, and he pushed me down on the ground. And at that time, a guy named Juan, Juan heard, and another guy named Percy came running up on this guy. It was ugly. They kicked the living snot out of this dude. Enough that I got scared and walked away. You know, I we used to have our parties and we'd invite those too. But I they were like they were hardcore guys, you know? And so why I thought about them when I watched this and and and, and the drug wars and the battle the battering rams and, and 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 the way the police treated treated people i had a i had another friend who grew up in arcadia who was black and we used to hang around and right after this was after high school and we we'd get a lot of grief more grief than i'd ever got before in my life just being a white guy riding down the street being a white guy with a black guy riding down the street was a whole different deal man um back then cops were really mean and and i'm sorry to say it they you know i make no apologies they were asses I remember telling you the other, the other day, you know, <clears throat> in an alleyway 
when we were hanging out, smoking cigarettes, doing whatever we did when we were in junior high, um, in an alleyway bar behind Lindley, parallel with Lindley, uh, cops pulled up and they beat a 14-year-old. They beat him up. A white kid. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, he was talking smack. But you know what? This is a grown man that's yeah. protecting to yeah. serve, beating up a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. You know? This was pre-Rodney King. You know? And then Rodney King thing happened. And uh, the, the LAPD kind of cleaned up their act after that. I'm finding that, well, you know all the police shootings and all that. <laughs> I don't need to tell you lives matter. They've kind of regressed. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to tell you anybody's life matters, but... um. There's been a lot of shooting, you know, and, and yeah. I'm not going to say it's just black people. It's it's all people, but it's a police state. Police look like soldiers now. All right, you know what? I'm going to go on a rant. It has nothing to do with this movie, though. It's a <laughs> great movie. It was a great yeah. movie. Um, It was very accurate. Everything I remember to be true. Um, You know, growing up in the Valley, I'm sure I was on the fringes of that. And it was funny because before I owned this business, I worked in Long Beach and I'd take the blue line which goes through all the South Central. And I saw a lot of the places that I would see every day going to work and coming home in that movie. The only, the only thing that I don't remember is they, in the movie, they called it reality rap. Yeah. And I don't remember it ever being called that. It was called gangster rap or whatever. I don't know if that's a new thing or it's just something I never heard. But everything else about the movie is... Uh, it is accurate. I remember the I remember the riots in Detroit because of them, you know, and uh, I I just I just I remember uh, I remember cruising down the street. I'm gonna curse because it's it's within context. But I would have that cassette and and fuck the police would come on, <laughs> <laughs> and I would turn that down, you know. I turn that down because I I didn't want cops rolling up to me and uh, hearing that because <laughs> of my previous experience with police officers. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think I I shouldn't say it. Never mind. I'll edit this part. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, the first time I heard uh, "Boys in the Hood," it was by Dynamite Hack. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> where where they did like the real preppy white white bike white boy cover of, of "Boys in the super Hood," super folksy. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and I loved it, you know, and then, and then I, I, it was the age of Napster, so I went and I found the real Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I liked it just as much. Um, that being said, uh, I'm, I don't listen to a whole lot of rap. Me either. I, Me either. If, if any at all. I, I saw a trailer for this movie and I want to see it. You know, I mean, the, like, because I, I know there was a lot of, like, the, the Rodney King, the Rodney King stuff and, and all this, that, and the other thing. You know, it was, I mean, the the civil rights movement was considered over, right? I mean, like, oh, yeah, yeah. happened in the, in the 60s, in the 60s, but, you you know, the, this was, the this was yet another, another, what is it, offshoot of the civil rights well, movement it was in just, a sense. People like, were just tired of getting yeah. beat up and just. Yeah. You know, living in a police state, you know, yeah. I mean, we're e- even now police look like soldiers, you know, yeah. they don't look like police officers. They look but like it, soldiers. Yeah. No, no. I, I get tired I, of that. It's the only time in history the Crips and the Bloods united during that Rodney King thing. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree with you with the whole police state thing and everything. I mean, you get a $10 traffic ticket and you, you walk out spending a $1,000, you know? I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And, They're just uh, tax collectors for, for the city. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it really, it, it really, you know what? I got pulled over twice within 20 minutes for the same thing. You know, my wife and I were, we were driving down Canoga, we were going over to the the warner center to watch uh monuments men i i love bill murray and we were gonna go see this monuments men and i got pulled over right at canoga and sherman way about guy comes out and just gives me a warning and sends me on my way because you know i it was like a tail light out or something you know so like i i got a little shooken up you know and so we decided to go back home and I circled around from Canoga over to Topanga, and I was shooting up Topanga, going back home. And within 20 minutes, there's the red and blue lights again. You know, and it was towards the end of the month, you know. And they, they claim there's no quota, you know, but but <coughs> I, I probably saw six cop cars out that night, and I got pulled over twice for the same thing. Well, like, but anyways, um... <laughs> I I can't I, I get so many traffic violations and it's for it seems like it's it's for just nothing you know I mean I mean I I could understand if I was driving eighty down a thirty five you know or or something like that but well imagine know. taking that further and being a black guy and yeah. being thrown on the hood yeah. of your car or, or just being thrown on the yeah. ground or just being treated bad man just because the color of your skin but he, he, you know what black white whatever i always keep my hand the the lights go off i keep my hands at 10 and 2 they come up license and registration and then i remove my hands you know <laughs> i'm on my please and thank yous and yes sir yes ma'am and you know it, it's it's a little bending of my pride and it, it takes a little humbling you you know but at the same time i haven't gotten my ass kicked yet you know what i mean if this is too racy or controversial, please take it out. I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I take I take this a thousand times farther. Yeah. I would because you know what? A policeman is either your best friend or your worst enemy. Yeah. And they're not heroes. They're not no. heroes. They're tax collectors for the city. You know what? And if they're like, oh, my job is hard. Too bad. Yeah. You signed up for it. You knew what you were signing yeah. up for. No, I, I I have a lot of a lot of family that's that's police officers and, too. And I think if know? a if a policeman commits a crime, he should do double double whatever yeah. whatever the minimum sentence is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I but just you know what my cousin who's a cop out in Hollywood. You know he, his wife is sitting there driving. He, his wife is sitting there hauling ass down the freeway and stuff. You know, and and it's like. Just because your your husband's asleep in the passenger seat, you know, like, does that really give you the, an excuse to go 30, 40 over the speed limit on it, the freeway? It does, you know? It does. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's this entitlement and spe special treatment that, that I don't agree with. I don't know. know. It's become a police state. Like I said, they look, I think yeah. a big part of the problem is they look like soldiers. Yeah. You know, we're not, I mean, according to the Constitution, we're not have, supposed to have American soldiers on our soil. Yeah. You know, unless, unless, unless the, with the, except for the National Guard. And they look like soldiers and they act like soldiers and it's a police state. And I don't know. I, that's, that, that I'm going to be quiet about this now because I get a little, a little uppity about this sort of thing. 
I I completely agree with the whole soldiers thing, but hey, at the same time, like I do what I can to mind my P's and Q's, and you know it's been all good for me so far. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm done. You done? Yeah, I think so. Right. We we may need to chop that up a little. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. You're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Next week.